3: Three, two, one. Okay. Enough. It's close enough. Uh,
2: Can uh, I tell people that I've been censored? They know you've been censored. Everything I say up. is stopped. Yeah. You're, you're not. I have an Italian conversation. I can't have it because it's not on the list. It's yeah. So, say the 1980, so, so, you know, 1984. What do we call this? 2019, oh the book? Yeah. This is right this Yeah, book. but you're an enabler too. You should be on yeah, my side of the thing.
3: Uh, all right. So, we're going to start this one. With the song, I'm good. And then some. Right? some
2: I some I am good." I'm like really proud of myself. My, I my, do a lot of uh, editing afterwards. All right. my, number, my number one I'm talent. Right. All right, That's That's matter of fact, at Custer's Last oh, Stand, oh the bugler, God. at Custer's Last Stand, was from South Kansuina. <laughs> that is true. I will give you that. I just found a. Well, re- happened? Re- just found afterwards. a Lumanti
3: record called uh, "Gumbadi Custer's Last
2: Stand." Did they mention Giovanni Martino I just digitized that then they make you roly-poly you get stuffed with ravioli
0: if your mama's a paisano you will have the world on a plate so see that you're born in an italiano and
2: your life will be great
3: Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Italian American Podcast. It's episode 102 and we are thrilled to be back with you here in the dog days of summer. Happy August everybody, is right around the corner. I'm John Viola, your moderator, and I'm joined today by two of our favorite teammates, uh, Rosella Rago and Pat O'Boyle, and we got a very special guest coming up with you today, but I'll save that introduction and uh, give us a chance to just say hello to the crew. How are you guys doing?
0: I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, Pat just gave me a religious card of Saint Anne's Roman Catholic. Church. That's from Hoboken. Yes, I know. That's it's from another
2: Hoboken. that's another jersey. Big week this week. This, in Hoboken. this is, this is oh, what
0: happens when you sit next to Pat. <laughs> that's
2: right. You get the you get the Santini. <laughs> I can't talk because I've been censored. Oh, I had a great know, conversation when we started. We had, to start the, we had to start the. It's recording. like I'm not being Sorry. like scripted. Yes.
0: Wait, so Pat, when is the the feast of Saint Anne? June 26th. June 26th, right? Correct. So why is it a big week in Hoboken?
2: Do you really want the whole story? No,
0: it kind of fits into this. Yeah.
2: It kind of. It, it kinda, happened last week. Hoboken has a very large community of people from a town called Monte San Giacomo, and the patroness of Monte San Giacomo is St. Anne. So the church in Hoboken is named St. Anne, and there's a corresponding feast. There's a club, there's a Monte San Giacomo, has their own club. Am I answering the question? Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, what happens, I go on and on, yeah, and then they good. edit me, they stop me, It's one of the feasts
3: out. left in Jersey, right?
2: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, it's transformed, I would say, up into the 80s. It was a neighborhood feast. It was a San Giacomoza feast. Um, there have been multiple waves of yuppie, yuppie, hipster. Yes. I, don't, I don't want to say hipster. What's a post-yuppie? Ooh. Like the 80s produced yuppies. I would say the Wall Street kids of now, Yeah, they've come in. So now it's just like the Italian the, festival. The, the Italian festival. Yeah. Like, um, someone said when I was there, oh my God, I can't believe you drink beer in a church parking lot. So it's a very foreign concept. Yeah. The feast is a foreign concept to them. The Mofotes also have a feast for uh, Marone di Martiri because there's a huge Mofotes population in Hoboken. I think the kids, the, invade, the invading forces who've taken over Hoboken, have a hard time distinguishing them. Yeah. So there's like, oh, there's two Italian it's festivals. The Italian festivals. But they can't. They can't the concept. So I think that the, the for the Molfetese, I think, who still control their own feast, they've worked very hard to keeping it a Molfetese feast. The San Jaco May's aspect of it, I think, has diminished because the church controls it, yeah. and not the club. If the club controlled it, I think it would rightfully have. And the club does a great job. The club has their own sandwich. I know I had a less. sandwich Yeah, yeah. That was with a hot one. pepper, which is phenomenal. Yeah, I had dental work done, and I suffered through the dental work to get two of those sandwiches. Two of them. Two of those sandwiches. Most they people are good. get one. I have. Really I know good. people. Wow. I had the connections to get the extra sandwich. Yeah, they claim. don't deny people yeah. extra sandwiches, but I, I was offered. I, I know. I, I realized... Do you eat
0: a sausage and peppers here at the Santa Rosa Feast? No. no. You don't eat a Lucy sausage and peppers. Should I? I mean, if you're, uh, just to be a well-rounded individual, then <laughs> yes. The well-rounded feast menu? Yes. You won't
2: come to Jersey, but I go to Brooklyn for a sausage and pepper sandwich. <laughs> i come to Jersey dance.
0: for the feast. I'm just not going to go to Jersey to record the podcast.
2: I think we should record. Uh, Jersey, demographically, should be the center of all this. That's our debate for for uh,
3: the coming weeks. Like, I don't uh, want to be,
2: it's early. They drag me out here early. It's August 1st.
3: It's a... Big month. Uh, it's a big time. We keep talking
2: about Hoboken, so you start me and then you I stop know. me. So I I'm ruined, allowed like I the whole three thing. comments, and then you. Put shows a that pause. about
0: Hoboken today, Pat. No, because I
2: was going to go into we'll, the mozzarella category. We'll do an comparison. episode on Hobo. No, because Hobo okay. Hoboken has an entire mozzarella industry. We'll get there. Oh Hoboken God. has okay. a long. Well, at just have starts.
3: Uh, Pat, I
0: have to leave it. One. <laughs>
3: I, I do. I do want to um, take a moment of, of some gravity here because it's been a great week, but also a rough week for me. A big big loss for me personally and the Italian American community and I want to dedicate today's show uh, to George Randazzo, who was the founder and chairman of the National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame in Chicago, a man who was a huge mentor in my life, took me under his wing really really early on, I was probably in my early 20s, put me on the board of the Hall of Fame, introduced me to everybody in the community and just went from being a, a colleague to a mentor to really like a grandfather, and he passed suddenly on Sunday, and it's been devastating news to a lot of people who love him very dearly. I don't think you could find anybody out there who can say a bad thing about George, and that's a rare thing in the Italian-American community. And uh, so we're going to dedicate this episode to him, and I had always intended, and he and I had always talked about me getting out there and interviewing him and getting some of his stories, and unfortunately... We can't do that now. So uh, in the coming weeks, I'm going to sit down with some of his friends and some of the people I've met through the Hall of Fame, and we're going to recount our best memories of George's stories and our best versions and our best attempt to memorialize a great guy. George yeah, was, was a great guy. I mean, I George was None a great, best. great guy. I'm going
2: to bring something else up. George George served this country That's right. faithfully in the military. He sure did, yeah. And in I know Vietnam. I had a conversation with George once where George said that he felt that a lot of his health problems later in life... Were a result of his exposure to Agent Orange, yeah. And a lot of those guys that we lost to, who, who were veterans in Vietnam, the the effects of of the stuff they were exposed to didn't take them early in life, but gave them, or get, is giving them, or has given them a lot of suffering in their later years. Yeah. And I I really tip my hat to George because George might have still been with us had he not been exposed Absolutely. to the Agent Orange. So, you know, he he earned his Purple Heart. Sure did. Yeah. Um. I don't know if he ever got one, but I. I think. I think that, the tragedy of him passing so quickly Sunday.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. And the guy was. He uh, deserved it. He definitely did. As an American and as an Italian American, the guy did a lot for a lot of people without ever getting recognition. So, George, I love you. I know you're watching over us and uh, rooting for us from from heaven. And uh, I hope we always uphold your memory and, and share your stories and the good work that you did. So. Uh, I, I feel like we have a lot of these somber notes when we have people who mean so much to the crew here uh, that we lose, and it's always difficult to transition into uh, what else is going on around us. But I wanted to make sure we did that, and you know, now we're here, beginning of August. Our, our show has gone weekly after our hundredth episode, so we get more time to kind of digest where we've been. And I, August for me is my birthday month, but it also always brings up Ferragosto. And the Italian uh, holiday where half the country shuts down every two weeks so basically we're facing a month where nobody
2: Italy is going to work so if you have anything to do in Italy... I don't think that's as much as it used to be It always feels like it whenever I try to get anything done over there it's yeah but I don't th- think I don't think it's you think it's I don't think it's I, as much as it used to be uh,
0: I mean the whole South shuts down like you can't argue
2: maybe because it's less industrialized could also be the, the case, formality yeah. of it I think yeah I think the South of Italy is an economy that's Meandering toward being a full-time tourist economy. Yeah, I think you're right. Just right, an, adult, an adult Disney World.
0: Even if they, you know, even if that that's true, like they shouldn't be shutting down. In the <laughs> no, of they should not. If they yeah, but I,
2: I mean, in this sense, if you're running a hotel in Positano, you're not shutting yeah, down. Yeah, you're not the down. That's
3: true. Right,
0: but the bracelet guy in Capri is shutting down for yeah. the month of August. Well, you just tell you. I Cause
3: can't do that in August. There might be a last year. I tried or to order that. 250 uh, teana pots and uh, I thought it had to be the biggest order the guy in Naples ever got, and he's like, oh,
2: signore, I can't do yeah. this. That's this what makes like, Italy Italy. But, uh, Take but your money and walk. Spectrum. I gotta go to lunch.
0: Well guys, it is summer and summer plus Italy equals Mediaset Italia, experience an Italian entertainment getaway on DirecTV with all the newest drama, variety, news and entertainment from Mediaset Italia. Now you can get Mediaset Italia and four more Italian channels with the Italian direct package from DirecTV, so you can enjoy all things Italia. Get Mediaset Italia a la carte for $10 a month plus taxes or Italian direct package for $20 a month plus taxes. Call one 778 4794 today. That's one 778 4794 World Direct a la carte service requires an activation of a qualifying base package. Hardware is available separately. Additional fees and restrictions apply. New customer offers require equipment lease and credit approval. Other conditions apply. Call one 778 4794 or visit att.com for full details.
3: Not bad to have all that stuff on your television.
2: We need somebody who speaks broken English through these commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching La okay, Rai. Yeah, I watch everything. Ba, I
0: You
2: Prova del Cuoco is the greatest show that was ever created. They're like a
0: sister. That's well. That's the only program. That's the only per, like food person really Italy has. Like food show showgirl. Like She's the food showgirl. But Music my favorite food. show on on media set, is Talekwala.
3: I don't
0: know that. Oh my God. Talekwala is a show. It's kind of like American, like they take, you know, D-list celebrities, they bring them on the show, they assign them like a, a musical teacher, like some kind of former uh, celebrity, and then they pick out of like a hat, they spin a wheel. And that yeah. week, they all have to work on impersonations oh, of like a famous singer. And sometimes they get Tina Turner. Sometimes they get Michael Jackson. Sometimes they get Madonna, Britney like Spears. And it doesn't mean like they go into like total blackface I think they, sometimes. I think
3: they invented <laughs> a reality TV the Italians. They, they, uh, they invented Dancing with the Stars.
0: Yeah, they did. did and they, and it's the same like kind of. I think it's the same producers as Dancing with the Stars because they still do the like quaranta Cinque Punti. <laughs> like, why can't they get an Italian person to? Say the (laughs) score. They
2: don't don't want to. They love anglophonic people. They do. They
3: like They got to keep it amongst themselves. They got to get Italians to do it, and it actually bridges very, very well into the topic we're here to talk about today. Is you know, do you need an Italian to do this kind of stuff? Well, the most important thing in the world, I can say this as a married man, is how you select your mate. And uh, today we have a really special guest with us who is the qualified expert. Well, I want to introduce Rachel Russo who I am calling uh, the Italian-American matchmaker. Rachel, say hi to the audience.
1: Hi, audience. Thank you for having me here, John.
3: We're really happy to have you here. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, I reached out to Rachel last week uh, through Rosella because I had been doing some research on some topics for the show, and I've always had this idea about talking about dating amongst yourself. What does that mean? Is it okay is it different dating tribal. somebody who's not? Tribal. It's tribal, tribal. yeah, tribal. and tribal. We're, we are tribal, I, I think, and uh, so found Rachel, and Rachel, you're the author of two books, on A, your experience as a professional matchmaker, and B, sort of the, the Italian take on relationships. wanna tell us about those?
1: Sure, so yeah, I've been a matchmaker now for almost 15 years in New York City area, and uh, my first book is actually like a career guide, How to Become a Matchmaker, so that's probably not as exciting to your listeners, <laughs> um, but it is very valuable because I do. To your point, I think like finding love, keeping love is probably one of the most important things. Sure. I think it can make you happier or more miserable than anything else.
3: Oh heck yeah! Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that.
1: <laughs> uh, so the second book has the Italian American theme, and it's a, a breakup guide: how to get over your ex Italian American style, and that is something that kind of. Inspired me to look at Italian-American culture as a way to heal from past relationships and approach finding a new relationship. That's awesome.
0: And fun fact, Rachel actually included one of my recipes in How to Get Over Your Ex. I thought you were going to say one of my breakups.
3: I was like, that's amazing. I can't wait to read that.
1: Nutella brownies. (laughs) That's a good one, I'm sure, yeah. And I was living in Bay Ridge at the time, and Rosala was part of my book party and book signing that I had at the bookmark shop. And made some brownies for my after party, so that was really fun. Yes, yeah. and we are a tribe. Nutella yeah, is probably the cure all. Yeah, Nutella does cure all for broken hearts. <laughs> yes. like to yeah. yeah, the Italian American podcast. We'll yeah. do the
3: research on the medical effects of Nutella.
2: We don't you will get your competitor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: but it is uh, it is interesting to see an Italian American lens on these kind of things because. We, we do have sort of a, a, you know, group think in a lot of ways, and I, I think people uh, hesitate to look at life through an ethnic lens as an Italian-American sometimes, but there's, there's real threads through this. There's, there, there is shared experience, there's shared values, there's shared understandings, approaches. What did you find, and without giving away the core of your book, was sort of an Italian-American approach to, to handling a breakup?
1: Well I think it's like my personal approach. I mean my background is in psychology and then I also have a master's in marriage and family therapy. So the marriage and family therapy is all about like systems, like looking at people within their context. So, of course, for me, my that's context... That's Make
2: it simple for us.
1: Okay. I'm simplifying. So your context. Okay. So you're a certain age. So that's like your cohort. You're, you're from somewhere culturally, right? Northern New Jersey. That's right. your region. Then within that, your ethnicity is Italian. Then within that, you're Catholic. So we have to look at people in their whole context. And I think all of those different components can give us insight on how to handle anything in life. Like yeah. getting through a trauma. Getting past a breakup, so there are. I just started thinking, wow, there really are things about Italian American culture that could help people move on.
3: That's amazing, as well
1: as religion or whatever have family.
2: But we—it's the, pre, the pre-game conversation that we had. My concept is, okay, you're you're an engineer, mm-hmm. almost, right? You're like an architect that's giving people plans to build a relationship. Is that kind of? Somewhat, correct.
1: yeah. I mean, I, I like to say, okay, so I'm part therapist, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm part matchmaker. I'm the connector. I'm introducing them. I'm also a coach because I'm helping them. I'm holding their hand, getting them in a relationship. But hold on, but we'll, essentially, we're engineering a put relationship. Put coach
2: on ice because we, we, yeah. we'll get back to that. But okay. the, the, concept, <laughs> the conceptual part of this is that, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you, you're coming at this, and we're conversing about you coming on this, saying, mm-hmm. okay, I'm a matchmaker, and I'm trying to find similarities because people will click better. People will, will get along better. My, my They'll be more compatible. Am I correct?
1: So sometimes it's similarities because I do believe, like, part of my matchmaking philosophy is people have to have core values in common. So that's similarities. But a lot of times, actually, it's opposite things, too, that attract people together.
2: All right. But I'm talking in a concept. If someone said to you, what is the good you're doing for humanity? Mm-hmm. In the conceptual sense. Right. It's and I think this is getting to I'm going to John's point of this. The conceptual sense is okay, I wanna make a couple happy. Right. So I want to make a couple happy so for the, the reason that our relationship makes them happy. So I'm gonna help them find the right person mm-hmm. to make them happy. Right? Yes. So you would would you take that as a job description? In a broad concept. Well,
1: I don't believe that anyone can make you happy. Make you have to make happy. yourself be happy yourself but and I, then you have a full life and then you attract the right person. So I, I help lead them to the right person, and then they can be happy. So, so
2: let's get a mission statement here. Let's get a mission statement. So okay. the mission statement would be: you work to lead people to someone who can help share in their mutual happiness.
1: That's accurate. That, that, I what is help that people accurate? find and keep love.
2: That's okay. That's a deep now. If that's a different.
1: There's two categories. I also
0: I'm also a couples therapist. Well, Pat, you have to think of it along this line. Sometimes you're not the best person Correct. to, to but hold pick on. someone for yourself. Hold Sometimes on. Okay. Your put, need.
2: Put, put, put that on ice, because I agree with that, but I want to put one more, more brick out there before we build this. Okay. We had a conversation, there's J date, right? Right. So J date says, listen, Judaism is a religion, it's an ethnicity, right? And you could say, in a similarity to Italians. Okay, so is, is the point of J date saying, okay, um, you guys have this in common, and because of these shared commonalities, you may be able to share in happiness. Or or is J-Date about preserving Judaism?
0: I think it's about both. I think it you is asked.
2: Sure, but could we have had that conversation? That's my point. My point is that if we came out here and said what Ra- part of what Rachel's doing in the Italian-Itang connecting is to preserve us as a, as a distinct ethnicity, I think that in a round, open-table discussion, you'll say, oh, you know, that's uh, it's against everything today, right? But okay. j date can do it. I have a disclaimer
1: it. here. <laughs> Let me tell you how I am different than j Oh <laughs> please. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, first of all, it's more personalized. I meet people in person, 100%. no online component. But, okay, the real core of it is... I am not assuming, and this will probably get more deeper into our topic, I do believe like attracts like in a lot of ways, and I'm thinking that people who are both of Italian American culture are familiar with it could be a good match, but while I do work with Italian American clients, I actually just got someone married who specifically requested an Italian. He only wanted Italians. So he's he's very happy right now with his Italian match. <laughs> but I don't only match Italians with Italians, sure, as sure, J.D. No. does. I mean, I know, and I don't think that that is like, they have to, I'm not trying to, I mean, maybe a little trying to preserve. It's nice to see like full-blooded Italian marriages and families. But I'm really, I connect with people that are Italian-American culture, so I help them find love. No matter
2: what these, they want, inside and, or outside. But I'm saying this in gotcha. a big. I'm saying this in the in a. In a in is a like just Jews. <laughs> I think, no, but I'm saying, but Rose going to come in. I think on a mic on the micro sense of two people, right? You brought up an excellent point that sometimes it's better when someone else finds the right person for you. That that but that's the micro conversation. I'm saying from the macro conversation, like for instance, I met someone once who was an Armenian, and Armenians kind of have a similar story to Jews as far as working really hard to preserve a sense of identity in us, and if I want to use the word tribe. And she said that Armenia is almost to, to the man Armenian Apostolic. It's a small Armenian Catholic population, but small. And the Armenian Apostolic Church probably was the first Christian denomination to split off. So they're, they're isolated in their sect of Christianity. They're isolated as Christians in a, in a non-Christian part of the world. Um, the Christian parts like Georgia and Russia, where the Caucasus, are different, and then you have Turks, and so there's a whole difference so they're really a unique group of people mm-hmm. almost like the Jews right yeah. very similar to the Jews and she said that when she was in, Arme- in Armenian school like the church school it was drilled into her you need to marry another Armenian because it's your duty to the culture to preserve the culture because if you- it's not like other people are bad people but if you don't do this we're going to disappear and I was like wow that's a conception it's kind of a that's a heavy... You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's a very that heavy... That
1: stronger than a lot of Italians I know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, their parents prefer it sure. a lot of the time, but it's not like you're going to hell if you don't marry an Italian. Right. right? But I'm
2: saying I'm saying this... I'm just saying in the conversation that... Yes. If we're talking about... Um, someone said to me once, someone who I grew up with, father said to me once, he's like, well, why do you belong to an organization? It was an Italian-American organization. He goes, why do you belong to an organization that wouldn't have my son as a member? That's how oh, you're like a horrible person. Like, why would you... And um, I was—I didn't really know how to answer that because he's like, "Well, you know, you have to be Italian to join." And I was like, "All right." Um, he's like, "You know, you hang out with my son, and you and your friends—we want to." And I—I I, don't—I don't—I don't know right now if I could really articulate a response to that that would fully answer other than the fact that there's something about a cultural preservation, maybe. And it's not that you're out there. It's not like you're like, "Listen, I'm going to save the tribe by by." It's like you know, the breed. You know, I got to find other.
3: But, I mean, like, you you explained to me when we spoke, I I guess you came to this Italian sort of role serendipitously, right? I mean, it wasn't like you set out to say, I'm going to match Italians.
1: I sort of did. Okay, I mean, the truth is, behind the book, I mean, I was going through a breakup, and I was trying to, like, work through my own healing, and I was reading a lot of breakup books, and... There's no book about like how to get over an ex Italian American mm-hmm. style, but there's tons of books about breakups. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking more of a business person, how do I make myself stand out like put a little marketing spin on it? but it's not just fluff. like there, yeah. if you read it, there really are things about Italian American culture that can help. but um, so that's how I got interested in it. And then I and actually, I'm too, people say like, "Oh, how much money do you make?" I, I didn't make a ton of money from selling books, unless I really push it. Mm. You, you just don't. Sure. Um, but what I did make a lot of money off of is this book attracted so many Italian American clients that wanted to hire me as a matchmaker because they read it and they said, "Oh, wow, I feel like I knew you." Not that it's my life. Yeah. But there well, see, there's something we said in. that there's something to be done. they hired about. me like success story, and I don't see this to brag, but. My best accessory, this one guy, Italian, literally, I went to lunch with him for an hour, easiest sale of my life, read this book already, looked me up, handed me $25,000 cash, be my matchmaker. And then from him, I got all these referrals because he was like, I totally trust you No. You're like my guy. Everybody's got a guy. That's true. I say <laughs> so that all the time. So yeah. he referred all his friends to me. So now I have success with all these Italian American clients because I just sort of followed that. That's it was true. like this my is instinct. That's the
2: greatest story we've ever had in this podcast. Okay. No, and we this... came with 25. Wait, get
1: I
0: went me
2: right. a okay. weapon. My tailor, my butcher. Cool. He's my health You know, the
0: thing is, is that yeah. uh, the, uh, I think what makes this different than Jade date is that when you're on Jade date, you already know you want a Jewish person. Right. Sometimes people go. Go into you know the dating pool. They're not sure they want an Italian person. That we're not like that in yeah. that sense. And I, I mean, I from my point of view, and this is totally just my point of view. I wish we were a little bit more like that because it kind of saves a lot of time.
1: It does save because time
0: more often than not. When you're Italian American, the way I or you or Pat is Italian American, and you really try to date other other ethnicities, I'm not saying it's not going to work out. It can't work out. But uh, from my personal perspective, it always really did feel like something was missing. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: I, I mean, I, I, I've had the experience. You know, I'm, I'm married to an Italian American. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is half Northern Italian, so I don't know how much I qualify her as my tribe. But um, you know, not even true. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like yeah, she yeah, to yeah, she's not that. entirely uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not qualified. But she does. So I, i dated non-Italians, and I, I will say, I've definitely seen. Not that it's better or worse, and I'm sure there are successful matches of all kinds, but there are certain things that you don't have to
2: explain, explain
3: debate, yes. discuss, decide upon. You know, there's there certain conditions that are just there, and yes. that, for me, is something I've always been really aware of. But
2: can I jump in on that? Because I have friends who, have been, who are Jewish who have been on J-Date, and I've, I've had this conversation with them. and One in particular who stands out in my mind did not go on J-Date because she specifically felt some kind of cultural, I have to yeah, do my it's part. stronger. She thought, that. I'm on Match, I'm on whatever other site she's on. J-Day was another option. And she said this to me. She's like, there's some stuff that I like about J-Day that we have in common. And there's some stuff that gets on my nerves. Yeah. Right? She's like, there's some things. And I was like, wow. And I was like, it's complicated. It's, it's a very complicated. Cool. Because she's like, some people are on J-Day because this is my responsibility. Yeah to Judaism to my ethnicity there's some people on J-Date because well you know this is the culture I grew up in and I just think it's easier right I'm not going to have to fight over a Christmas tree versus a menorah religion thing or other stuff we have a lot of cultural stuff in common and she was like it's just another option J-Date is just one more foot in the dating pool
1: I will say not to interrupt you I do talk to a lot of singles that feel that way that like relationships are hard enough let's make it easier and at least be from the same culture because there is that.
2: This is an American issue. I mean, think about this. If you're in Slovenia, I mean, you don't need to go on Slovene. Sloven, yeah, that the, the pool is... Right, well, right, the pool The pool is a is a pool that's homogenous. Yeah. Right?
1: It really depends, like, how much you identify. Like, we all grew up in, like, high concentrations of Italian-American population. But if you're from somewhere in the Midwest, like, to your point, point you're, like, 25% Italian or something, then it's not going to be as important.
2: I wonder how much of it is... You know, we're about connection to to the ethnicity. Like, is it, you know, does it, I don't know how much, I don't know what I'm really trying to get right with this, I, but how do you, how does it play...
3: It's interesting, like, what, what becomes barriers to entry in relationships? Yeah, what like, becomes a barrier? Like, correct, the, I so. know a lot of people will say, like, well, you know, I wasn't so much going out looking for another Italian, but... I wanted my spouse to be Catholic or, you know, the parents were resistant to, in the older days, somebody was not Italian, but oh, at least it was a Catholic. I mean, for me, there's always a sense of preservation because this is who I am. I want to be the Italian lifeboat and, and, and make sure this is around for me and for future generations. But I think for a lot of people, it's not so much this task of preservation of culture as it is like, how, how many barriers to entry can you avoid? How many variables can you avoid? Because mm-hmm. it's hard enough particularly nowadays where people are are getting married older, where you spend more time focusing on yourself and your career and this and that, I suspect, it's hard enough to find somebody and then really what it is is a negotiation of you're basically starting a new business, right? You're merging two it's a partnership. Two entities it's a partnership. It yeah. is was, we were saying that before we turned on the mic. Yeah, marriage is a partnership and any relationship is so you know, if you're gonna bring two companies together, you, you want efficiencies in, in a company.
1: Yeah, I mean the problem is is that people come with long laundry lists of criteria and they make it very hard to actually find real love because there's so many things from like physical criteria to age or I mean people don't want to travel 15 miles <laughs> outside of <laughs> where they live. Now. Yeah, yeah right, so yeah. you're putting all these parameters on it and it makes dating more challenging. So within all these other 10 qualities, now you have to find someone who is of your... I mean, it's
0: hard.
3: Yeah, it's hard. It's very Yeah, difficult. So I, I
0: would suggest like being open on more things. Yeah, what's more important to you, having someone Italian-American or having someone that fits all of your physical criteria? That's a great question. <laughs> really. What would you guys say? So everybody answer this. What if would you guys say? I'm
2: going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question. I'd love to
0: answer that. A, That's
2: fine. With a new question. <laughs> I think
0: that's not uh, it's called a
2: non-answer <laughs> <but>. <laughs> No, Let me answer you my question. Completely, She completely. a good question I started about mozzarella, and you gotta stop that conversation Okay, gotta, I'll I, actually
1: answer you know, the question no, I'll, I'll answer it next, you first These are complicated
2: <laughs> Let's, let's remember this, But but hold on a minute This is, the macro picture is the dawn of the internet has changed everything because now people catalog shop Oh yeah so, if you want a specific pen with a specific point and a specific color that writes a specific way, if you're online long enough, you're going to find somebody who's going to make that pen. So, my feeling is, if you take the New York dating well, let's get back to New York, because we're, we're here in the, the mm-hmm. shadow of the Big Apple, of let's say the 1980s, okay? People went to places to meet people, because that's all, that's all you had. Right. I remember a cousin of mine was on. There was a video dating service at yeah. one point. That's how he VHS, VHS, that's amazing. But yeah. that's a cumbersome process, awesome. and it's not the streamline of the internet. So what I'm trying to say is that somebody walked into like the lanes of the 1980s, and you know, and met somebody yeah. at a bar. So they couldn't walk in with their their list of the exact uh, bespoke individual that they wanted created for them. My answer is that I think that the culture that we're in now. And I'm sure that's what you have to deal with, is people like, well, I get everything exactly the way I want. He, I look through whatever site, and this is exactly what I want, which is completely con- contrary. I don't work with people
1: like that. I'm sorry? <laughs> Anymore, I don't work with people like that. Because sure, like, you can't work You know with what? That. You tried that, and it didn't work, and that's why you're here. And you can't just order a maid. Yeah, you know. I, I think you should the internet, I think you Starfleet. can nowadays.
3: They but it's idea. really you're really ordering. Rich,
0: yeah. I, I think you should have a paper that people look at with the first question being, "Do you want to be alone?" <laughs> <laughs> what are you willing to give yes up to no. be alone yes. or to not because be alone. i think that is the root of every relationship yeah. you need to it's, compromise. And, and it's not a bad thing no or it's a not. good thing it's a, do you want to have a companion a life partner right whatever the hell you want to call it <laughs> do you want to be alone yeah right that's the the pressure is no if the answer to that question is you talk while
2: I'm talking right now. I just <laughs> I You wow. made me a delicious cup I, of I, coffee. I, and sh- now some switch Can I finish my
0: thought? I, I,
2: it's like being in Russia. I
0: still want to go back to her question. That will be the answer. Can I if, well, I if the, if the answer to the question of do you want to be alone is no, then you have to roll up your sleeves and play ball and get to know every single person because I guarantee you that any person that you meet whether they're Italian, Mongolia, whatever whatever they are, you're going to find things you love about them and you're going to find things you hate about them too. That's right. Whatever relationship you're in, whatever person you decide to couple with, you're going to find things that you don't like about that person at all. You're a really
2: smart person. I think you take for granted stuff because you get it and you just think other people get it. I think that-
1: A lot of people don't get that. Don't get that. And and you walk in
2: and you're like, you get like, they feel entitled. I think, I'm gonna tell you exactly, and you could tell me I'm wrong. I think a root cause of the problem was sex in the city. Have
0: you watched a single episode of Sex in the City? I don't think we can blame Sex in the City. If anything, I would blame it more
1: on the blessing and the curse of all the options from the internet dating that have made people feel entitled and objectifying people and swipe to the next, to the next, ghosting people. All this stuff that didn't exist before all these options.
2: Lack of
0: common courtesy.
2: The reason I, I, I bring up Sex in the City is that. The woman who wrote Sex in the City, we could Google whatever. Her can name can is. She wrote something yesterday saying she regretted not having getting married and having kids in a family.
1: I didn't see that, but sure, it
2: came up right. Yeah. And um, my point in matter is, she created part of this beast, and I'm not I'm not judging her. I'm just saying, Sex in the City said okay, it sucked the romantic aspect of the New York dating culture, right, and created a constant frat party. An adult frat party, because it was, which is not fulfilling in a human because
0: sense. Because Sex in the City was a television show in which the premise of the show is that she's the eternally single girl and she right. has to go on lots of dates all the time. So uh, you don't realize that at the end of the show, when the two people get together, it's over. Yeah, There's no more adventure. Yeah. Nobody wants yeah. to see a show. that right. Shows about that's marriage right, right. fail miserably.
3: Yeah, this is true. Shows about
0: trying to get married yeah. are wildly successful. Yeah. Why people don't want to get married is because what everything what society and everything has taught them is that marriage is not exciting yeah. the pursuit of marriage is exciting and wonderful right. and, and planning your wedding is exciting but after the wedding you know after all that it's not exciting this yeah like what, look at how, how people talk gonna. about and, marriage this is why marriage is not exciting yes. yeah. it's wonderful and fulfilling and and uh, and gives you a, a wonderful sense of comfort and accomplishment but exciting...
3: You know what? I'll tell you I what. Just say a lot more dating. Yeah, about, I
0: agree with that 100%. Dating uh, 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 so is more exciting because you, you get these emotional highs and lows. The guy called, then he didn't, then yeah. he paid... Well, you flubbers, could have that in didn't. marriage yeah. So yeah. if you yeah, kind of I mean, like recreate sparks throughout but,
1: time. But can I just say this? It's a, a lot more work. Together, it's a lot more work. It's I, not the novelty of
2: I just want to say this. I think, Roselle, you hit that out of the park. I didn't know how to say it, but now I understand what you're trying to say. It made it like... The game. Yeah. What, what's the word I'm looking for? The and then win the, the game, and then, then
0: you're with the same person forever.
2: Sure, right. but what's the point? And I'm going to make another macro point in this, and I'm, I'm just going to shut up, and then you can talk, say whatever you want. You are helping to build the bricks of the foundation of society, because right. the family... It's true. That is Italy's Italy's motto, yes. right? There's the one thing that's true in Italy, it's the family. And we're in a, a, a world now that the family's kind of been poo-poo, right? So the excitement isn't in the marriage, it's in the chase and everything else. You're, you're helping mix the concrete
1: mm-hmm. for
2: people to get the bricks to build a society. Right? right? Yeah. I and like I think that. that's so important to what you're doing. That's a real social benefit good. And I think that the, the swipe world mm-hmm. has reduced people to, I don't know what, but it's reduced people, right? So ghosting, which is a lack of, self, of, of respect. I
1: think it dehumanizes. Dehumanizes, the correct. Process. Correct. And side note, it also makes people kind of just like bored with the whole thing. It's not, it's really not exciting to go out on dates with strangers. And I mean, I guess if you have like magical chemistry, it could be, but most people are serial dating. They're really not having that much fun. Well, it's they like much prefer to meet organically, like. Yeah. But no one's locking eyes across the room anymore because people's yeah. phones are down in their head, yeah. <laughs> Or their head is down in their phone. <laughs> and they're, they're convinced
3: yeah. that they have more control because it's all about control—more yes. control over what I'm doing on my phone. It's this right. is to me the same as like the Netflix. Like my wife and I were on the couch today. She's like, "I'm over TV'd." Mm. I we sit here at night. We're both tired from work. What do you want to watch? There's 9 million things. It's yeah. 80 Just making up choices. Yeah, like think about part. like, you know, you, you watch TV, you stumble on a show you like, you come in in the middle. But now, you, you can't do that anymore. Now it's right. like everything is like a life choice to, to decide what yes. you want to watch. Well, imagine a real life choice, like who you want to be with. You, right. You, in, I always say people confuse... This overabundance of information today, yeah. with knowledge, you don't have any more knowledge about data. So you just mean, that have that more information, so, and it so leads so, to burnout. So yeah, it burns out.
1: out. It's horrible. in any context. So yeah. Th-
2: what's the end, like? And correct me if I if I sound like like too grumpy with this, but
1: hmm.
2: is the end the family, or is the end this kind of mythical Hallmark Channel bliss? So they keep flipping swiping because yeah. perfection didn't arrive. And perfection is the end, which doesn't exist, right? It's, it's a nirvana that doesn't exist. So all of a sudden, say, listen, your job is to go out, get married, and you know, you're going to get happiness from the family and, and the love is going to build and kids like that. Is that. If that's what we were selling, would you be having an easier job? Than trying to get someone to find, and I know you don't take difficult clients, but I mean, someone trying to go out and find the Hallmark Channel,
1: right? I, I don't take unrealistic clients, and if they're seeking perfection, then I think they're unrealistic. How do you so figure we have to that talk out. about that. When you that, so I do down. a whole assessment. I mean, it's usually pretty obvious because I just feel like I read people. I've been doing this a long time, but if it sounds like their criteria is unreasonable and I can't deliver it, then I wouldn't work with them. I'd offer like some type of coaching or another referral. How do you fire them? I just don't take them on. I tell I'm honest, you know, Did I you tell you you're
2: ridiculous? you're out of your mind you're um, from New Jersey you're my people yeah you
1: can no, say no. like actually <laughs> I have someone right now who you might think is like a ridiculous like hard client so I don't want to say I don't want to take hard clients actually he said I could talk about him on this I talked to him awesome. on the camera death right here So, oh my god he's such a character he'd love it but you might have to come to Jersey he's in Bergen County oh my
2: Jersey. here we go well, again we'll drive right,
3: from Brooklyn right else, I'll right.
1: give you an meeting. example okay <laughs> so I, I mean, interview all Rachel's <laughs> clients now I like to think like what You've I'm doing I mean it's not about like the fantasy. I think like a relationship is supposed to help you grow spiritually and other ways. Like the perfect partner for you is someone who challenges you in different uh, ways. And yeah. you have a uh, life let, let me ask
2: another <laughs> question.
1: And triggers you.
2: Why and Tell us to the extent that you And i got to tell old. you about this guy. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I asked you. Tell us about this guy. Let's go ahead. Okay,
1: so so a lot of matchmakers wouldn't take him, but I've actually... So been. he was
2: rejected by matchmakers. Well, he
1: he was referred to me by somebody else, but I know a lot of matchmakers wouldn't take him, but I took him. He is 59, and he's looking to have kids. So he's looking for someone under 35. Right. So that is a huge that's... age difference, Right. And then he's also looking for someone who's very attractive, like model attractive. So then there's that. So then this woman who's thirty to th- I'm thirty five now. So thirty to thirty five, uh, would I want to go out with someone who's like a few years younger than my dad? So, <laughs> you know, I look and I think about that. Now this is going to be. It has to be a certain type of woman. I believe there's a lid for every pot. There are women I've That's already found. That's Italian. Right. You realize that. I now? guess so. That is would I'm Italian. What do you want? So? So, I've already found him four women. We haven't quite, like... You know, he's had four introductions. We're still going. We're still working together. But these are beautiful young women that are actually open to this. Now other matchmakers might not take my client because they'd assume like you know is this guy a pig is he just looking for a young trophy but he's not i heard his story and i don't judge people based on their criteria until i hear more about it to see if they're realistic and he's been through a lot he's divorced he wasn't able to have children with his ex-wife and he went through a very heartbreaking process of trying ivf that did not work spending a lot of money emotional energy so i can understand why he wants someone young because He's old. Let's face it. Sperm quality does decline for men after 40, even though people just focus on what happens with women. Um, and women after 35, you know, we have challenges as well. So I get why he wants someone young because he wants to increase his chances of being able to have a family. So I took him on, and it's hard. Is he Italian? No, actually, he's Jewish. All right, um, he, but yeah. Is,
3: does he is he looking for another Jewish bride? He's not. Is no.
1: He? No, he's all right. So
2: uh, this is interesting.
3: It's amazing. You and I go to this.
1: I went to his home. I saw everything. I see his lifestyle. Yeah, so I'm able to, so like, you to go, I mean, sell him. So you're like
2: the FBI
1: agent. Oh, I, I'm a detective. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to really get to know the client, and I have to be able to be excited and genuinely like them. And this is why I love, like, having my own business, because I only take on a handful of people that I really like. So I have to convey that to the potential matches, because it kind of is a hard sell, a guy who's almost 60, to someone who's literally half his age. So
3: So what's the process overall? Like, you you, you get a client that approaches you, you interview you question you examine you you, yeah. know, you go under the bed and look for dust bunnies you, mm-hmm. you get to know this person right then where do you get the pool of women or so, vice versa I yeah say.
1: so a lot of it is actually referrals mm-hmm. which is great it's word of mouth because at this point I'm, I am established so people are always sending me their friends but I also do a lot of um, marketing myself, like in terms of social media. I actually recruit even on Facebook, believe it or not. I look at people who are mutual friends. You know how it suggests mm-hmm. people you may know, if they look attractive, <laughs> like they'd be a match. I send them messages. I do events. I, I'm connected to over a hundred matchmakers. So what people don't know now about the matchmaking industry, which is really awesome, we operate like real estate brokers. Real estate brokers have the MLS. They sell listings, right? We sell singles. That's amazing. <laughs> so I pay, well, I'll pay pay a referral fee to another matchmaker if she has someone for my client. That's a
2: sm- Is that new? Again, so
1: we've been doing smart? this for a few is, years.
0: This all goes back to the question one. Do you want to be alone? Do you want to be yeah.
2: alone?
3: It's work. It takes yeah. work. And have somebody doing it on your behalf is yeah. huge. It's. A, I mean, it's. A, it's a it's great, awesome to
1: outsource it, yeah. really, because people focus on what they do best. They focus on their work, their life, enjoying their life, being in a good energy, and, and then, hey, then someone else can, can I, I jump it in on. On, on that? Yeah. On the,
2: on the, on the, again, to the macro and the conceptual state of this.
1: He loves macro. I love yes. macro. He's <laughs> a macro <laughs> thinker. Is, oh my!
2: It's a. It's a um, there, There's an Italian word for this. It's a. I don't want to say trade. It's a, a profession. I don't know how, it's an a, art too. It's an art. It's an, it's art. Art. Yeah, if it's take, an art. If you take. What John and I have often said about the south of Italy in general, and Naples in particular, is the best part of Naples is there. you could still go shopping to stores that are 150 years old that make one thing, like Tallarico, the umbrella makers, yeah. right? They've been making umbrellas since the 1850s. If you want a top-notch umbrella, they'll make you a custom umbrella. They'll give you a special umbrella handle, you could say, I like wood. For- yeah, I cut down the cherry tree in front of my house, make it into an umbrella, he'll make it for you, right? Because it's an art. You say, I know exactly what to do, talk to me, tell me what you want, and I'm going to get you something that even surpasses your expectations because I have an art, I'm an artist, and I produce. And really, matchmaker is in the same pool. Because mm-hmm. if you take, and correct me, I'm sure that you have background in this, so you know the history much better than sure, I, I yeah. defer to you in this sense. Okay. If you take dating as a phenomenon that kind of evolved after World War 1. Like the, the the Victorian age kind of ended with World War 1, right? So the concept of a man going to a father and saying, "I want to court your daughter and and having supervised, right? Supervised, supervised visitation, yeah. right? We well, really didn't get to know somebody and then they got married in the best sense. Or just showing up at a house and saying, you know, my son likes your daughter. You know, let's let's cut a deal. Even in the south of Italy, I mean, um Iamama Mama do. Renato Carasone, is still is talking in the 1950s yeah. about chaperoned yeah. courting, right? And this year 2019 is is the 100th anniversary of the, of the end of World War 1. Mm. Dating in a more or less the sense we know it today is only 100 years old. Yeah.
1: As is the concept of marrying for romantic love, Correct. right? Because before Correct. I was a, you, yeah. you,
2: you are in an ancient yeah, art. you are in an ancient art, art because yeah. You know, we go back to antiquity. You, you, you are the Mediterranean diet of love.
0: A love broker. <laughs> yeah, Mediterranean diet. Know, my husband and I were matched up in in kind of a way by by you know like a local. How do you say
2: "matched up" in Moles?
0: You would say "numa trovano il like yeah, I got it. I mean, the matchmaker's
3: old in our yeah. culture, right? Yeah, we have a, um, I'm not shocked. It like, That's a lot of mother.
0: You know, he he knew who I was and he liked me, but you know, Silvana Romania. Uh, in in many ways, we we joke that she was responsible. S A S Silvana? No, Silvana from uh, I C N Radio.
2: Wow. That's oh it. wow. That
0: organized all the dinner dances. Really? So I don't know if she had an inkling or something that he he had a thing for me that he had already seen me in the window in Italy and stuff, but she made... Hold on, we
2: never heard... He saw you in the window in Italy? He did, he passed. Is that when the... Oh is wow. that when he already the knew
0: who I was, but he he had walked by Italy on a whim, like he was meeting some friends, and he saw me in the window, and he was uh-huh. like, that's the girl, the <laughs> cooking with them, the girl, I like that, I'm gonna call that girl. So he did and stuff, but then also, Silvana made us... Um, gave us awards at the same dinner dance she gave me some cultural award and he was man of the year and at that point I was like I don't know about this and then I saw the poster and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) god that's the most Italian American story story. ever I gotta see this guy (laughs)
2: that's Hallmark that's the Italian American Hallmark
0: fine fine he started calling he started uh, messaging me on Facebook then, you have been
2: previously Facebook
0: friends. Modern well, love, Facebook. No, no. I don't
2: even yeah, think a we lot of Facebook. Friends. So he friended you on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, hey, yeah, what's yeah. Up? Hey, girl, hey, like. like
1: right? and then, I, I had relationships start like that too. That blows my I didn't really
0: take it seriously, and then I was, and then, you know, he, I was like, oh my god, we're gonna two o'clock at El Caribe and you know, I'm gonna see this guy. Get awards <laughs> together. That's but, great. At that, this, at the same event, one year later. We we didn't date for, for that whole year. We kind of talked. We were friends, and by that next one, I remember it was January twenty fourth, the next the next year, and we were to, like seriously talking now. And she saw me, and I don't know how she knew. I don't know who told her, but she told told me to my face. She's like, "You're dating Nick," and I was like, "Oh boy."
3: It's interesting because the, the, you know there is this history of matchmaking in the South. In, in, in many, many cultures. The whole cultures. world. Yeah, the whole world. India. Yeah,
1: everywhere. I, mean, I
2: don't marriage. Can I just take it a next step? I yeah. don't know anywhere, you know, you were much more likely or not in, in that era to, to be able to have two marriages in a lifetime because you lost a spouse young. Yeah.
1: It's
2: so you, you walk down the aisle, and we're talking about the whole romantic concept. You know, you might be married, and then something happened in childbirth, and all of a sudden you're widowed at 30. With six kids,
0: and you marry
2: the guy's brother. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. There was a guy cousins, Nor-
0: everybody.
2: I, I know a guy in North Arlington, Richie Bonanno He was hmm. born like nineteen sixteen, and his mother, his father was killed in a paint factory. They were they were immigrants from Sicily, and Richie's father's best friend, who he was working with, his wife kind of dies simultaneously, and the best friend marries the best friend's wife. And he said the reason why they did it was because his mother and his father's best friend were both afraid of what a new spouse, how they would treat their children. And the mother felt that because he was his father's best friend, he would love his kids as his own. And they had a great marriage. They had additional kids there afterwards. And there was another guy in North Donate. He was born about 1912. Greg Cappuccino, they were from Calabria. And he told me that when his father died, his mother marries his father's brother, and he said the exact same thing. My mother felt that her brother-in-law would treat her kids as if they were his own. It makes sense to me.
3: It does. I mean, My
2: point is to what Rachel said. They're not romantic choices. Yeah. They were out of love for the children. Yeah. They were the most practical of choices.
3: Yeah, it's like what we've been talking about. Romantic choices are a new impetus behind these things, and we're all navigating in relatively... Uh, novel territory with this particularly nowadays I, where it's online
0: and I you know honestly I think it was better before I think uh, the practical choice is is overlooked yeah. and I don't think we're happier for it
3: no I agree with you I, I think actually like, I remember my wedding my my two best men were Pat and my brother Michael and Michael's speech was uh, a beautiful testimony to our relationship and to my relationship with my wife And but he did say he's like look you know marriage is a, is a choice every day and it's work and we don't want to recognize that we have to work on things every day be it our career our marriage or whatever that pursuit is you know people want instant gratification it doesn't exist yeah
0: we all really think it just happens yeah
3: it's not as simple as i found the right person now i'm in bliss a friend of mine his father really smart guy uh one time said this is years ago um, happiness is not a place you live it's a place you visit and that's something that we just don't think wow, about that's today. that's I like
0: know. that's profound because and you're not happy every day yeah, and it's like today in, in 2019 you know you'll, you'll go out to lunch with one of your single girlfriends and she'll say you know I, I met this great guy he calls me every day and he seems to really want uh, the same the same things that I want and uh you know, uh, we want to live in the same place, and we both want to have two kids. We both agree on all these things, and wh- so what's wrong with him? It's like he doesn't give me that thing. Yeah, that know? spark. It's like he doesn't give me I that hear spark. A lot of talk about that or he spark. doesn't. It's he's spark. not exciting. Or yeah. he's not, he's not exciting enough. Or he's too reliable. Yeah. He's too. Whoa! Consistent. Whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa! 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 Whoa!
2: Whoa! Whoa! Whoa!
0: Say that again. How
2: asinine and ridiculous! Just say he's too he's too <laughs> reliable. Or, so. the, the,
0: or the 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 kiss of death. He's too nice. that's that crazy? Mm-hmm. I have an answer for that. So there's different
1: attachment styles. I don't know if you guys heard of this, no, but that's just why, like basic adult yeah. attachment 101. So there's like anxious, there's secure, and there's avoidant. So someone who keeps going out date after date and is like perfect guy, like you're saying on paper, and says like, oh, I feel no chemistry, and doesn't feel any chemistry with like perfect prospects for them. I think they might have an avoidant attachment style where they might have some kind of block that's preventing them from intimacy. Is, is that natural selection? Here.
2: Is, are they just gonna die? I mean, I, I, this is. I, they, I don't they're gonna be to...
1: alone if they keep doing sure, that. Back yeah, to the question: that's, on, Do that's... you want to be alone? Then chemistry can grow. It really can. Okay, you can't be repulsed by the person. Right. You can't have nothing. But actually, I mean, I'm living proof of this. My last relationship, I did not like him when I first met him at all, and I did not even let him kiss me for seven dates. Okay, I mean, he really grew on me. So I tell this to women all the time now, like. To your point about looks or uh, being Italian, I would choose being Italian. And it wasn't because of his looks. It was like his personality. <laughs> that was another thing. Um, but it really can grow on you. If everything else is there,
0: it's not about like the so looks you, or like hit by you're, fireworks
2: You are enlightened.
0: In my personal point of view of the women who say he's too nice or he's too reliable or something... Those women are addicted to these emotional highs Drama. and lows yes. Yes. So that those exciting guys, quote unquote, deliver. True. Yeah, you know. I mean, the
3: nice guys finish last, and women like bad guys. That's not tied to the internet or, you know, the. the online I mean, data. women like bad guys. That's natural. An yeah. By the yes, internet. it is. It's yeah. so
1: true. But the only women that like that are women that are not ready for real love yeah. because if they want stability and growth, and is that natural? selection is the
2: universe. Calling the herd.
1: Okay. Some people seem like they're just not meant to marry. Like and I don't think everyone should
0: get married. To and be that's honest. fine. When they are can articulate that enough yeah. to say, you know what, I don't wanna get married or I don't want children or whatever, that's fine. But then there are people that act like they do yeah. and do they everything really they to, in to, to yeah. sabotage yeah. those things. Totally. Or so yeah. vice versa. there are
3: people that, that they're act not aware of their issues.
0: They need therapy or coaching or some kind of healing. But I think like when two people date you guys should not have access to your cellular phones. <laughs> when yeah. I, I think, you know, I meet Peter. Peter does not get my cell phone number. Peter gets the number to a landline.
2: <laughs>
0: and if he calls me when I'm home, you know, it's it's it survival. It's statistics. Yeah. And, and he gets to talk to Wait, me then. You, you I, I don't think until we we decide that we are in a committed relationship. I'm not going to let Peter call or text me on a cellular network. I think a I think lot right. of people
1: would have a lot less suffering and pain yeah, if that happens because now my dates that I set people up on get sabotaged relationships fail to launch
0: yes. because people don't text back in the but proper and amount and even of if time. they are texting it's and so hard to it. have nuance right, right, right. yeah, yes. and attack you can't responsibly text you know I will say I have a question it, for the doctor it, it I to, so
2: I, much. Could, could, doctor could you please uh, outline for us because hmm? you said that people do not text within the correct parameters of time. Yes. Could you articulate for us what are those correct parameters?
1: I think it's within 24 hours. Most of the guys that I work with are like very successful so it's kind of a type A male and they're used to getting things happening done. Like they would be I'm not going to chase her like that's how unless they really like
0: fell in love in one date the
1: girl's done. And it's like a suicide.
0: Too. And that's wrong too because that's a you know it that masculine feminine energy comes into play there and it's you know nature says it's your job to chase a woman that's That's true that's right
1: and they're giving up and and they just are like well she didn't really like me and
3: you it's a, it's a it's it a, takes mind a It takes a second it's to a respond
0: fear. back, and but the right? whole thing is the masculine female energy is yeah. men want to be respected and women want to be cherished. Yeah, that's it. Really, that, a, you knew yeah, about that book. You me this road. <laughs> but that's I, I mean, guys, I, you got um, a new company here. I, that, um, it really, I did read this book once, yes. um, and it has a cheesy title. It's called "Getting to I Do," but yeah, um, it has a lot of valid points it does. about how to communicate. And I think it really does apply to the Italian-American culture because you, we yeah. tend to deal in the Italian-American culture yeah, yeah. with these alpha males who want to be respected as That's such. the magic word, respect. So even if something as simple as not answering the text in yeah. a few hours,
1: they don't feel respected. So, so women we, need to make them feel more respected. I'm by no it.
0: means the perfect wife, the perfect partner. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, I respect my husband probably more than I love him, more than I care about him, more than... You know, I respect him 150 million percent. Mm. Uh, a woman is a feminine energy. I, that's how I feel. That's yeah, how that's I see the well, let's, And let's I want to it. be so cherished.
2: You see that because... You're an old-fashioned, Italian kind of girl. And you, you have that worldview. Do you find that a lot of these girls that are coming to you, if we're going to say the alpha male... No, they don't to want to to have that
1: worldview. <laughs> no, they don't. So what is there? Some worldview? do, some don't. What,
2: what, what, what do you find not, problematic? Is, um,
1: I mean, there's conflicting. Like, women want to be respected, too. Okay? Sure.
2: But let me, let me throw this out there. and It goes back to the Italian-American thing. And this is a, a cultural perspective that I perceive. I may be incorrect in this. I would imagine before the two thousands, to be socially accepted as an adult, you had to be married, right? Before, before the two thousands. Right. Mm-hmm. I would I would say there was a social stigma, you know, oh poor blank, you know, mm-hmm. they're not married. And once you were you, you were married, you got the house, you got the kid, then then you could sit at the adult table. The world has significantly changed, changed. Yeah. So you don't have to have and there's almost like a coolness now. With that kind of like, and I call it the sex in the city world, for males and females. Mm-hmm. Like, there he's 46 and he drives a Lamborghini and he's successful and he looks like he's 30, and he must be getting all this action out in New York. And he doesn't have to be married now to sit at the table, the adult table. Do you think that that's why a lot of these guys don't want to commit? The ones you're saying that are looking for marriage because they don't need to anymore that's not part of the respectability I don't quality. think
0: that applies to the Italian American community at all I think in the Italian American community you still um,
2: but is it different for, is it different for Italians versus non-Italians yes like I do
0: I think for non well I'm sorry yeah. was, when you but go I first. Think, I think for non-Italians that's not the, the ultimate goal yeah, uh, uh, the way it used to be I think the goal is to find a companion to find right. someone that you can just be these, six, these women in their 60s are they necessarily looking to find marriage they no. want a person <laughs> they want a companion yeah they want, want to point. go to a Broadway show with somebody right. it's interesting exactly. to see the
3: decline in marriages in Italy too I mean, uh, yeah. you know, Italian-American is marriage very distinct is, from Italian but marriage yeah. Is,
1: yeah. is is, uh,
3: is
1: a I want to answer your question too because I like that question I think there's a lot of reasons that men don't commit whether they're Italian or not an Italian um, part of it is because, and some people may get mad hearing this, but they don't have to because women don't give them incentive to. Because women just sleep with them and love them and give them everything without any commitment. Sure. So there's that. <laughs> um, then the other thing is that they're they're on... going to
2: come after that one. No, no they sure I mean,
1: wh- Why do
0: they have to commit? Can like the women know, are acting like why, to... why did you get married at 19? At 20? At
1: huh? You wanted <laughs> <out> to <sex>, have <laughs> Exactly. So you yeah. Might, yeah.
3: So the world of instant gratification changes everything. And
0: yeah. then
1: there's a lot of men focused on career. Understandably, financial pressures. They, there are men that uh, that are saying they can't afford it. Right. So they feel like they have to be at a certain level financially before they marry. A someone lot of people like that because yeah. they do feel like they have to still like get a house and you know have a baby. Like they feel like it's an order that they have to do, I, and they're not ready for the for that yet. I look
3: at my own life. Like you know, I met my wife almost ten years ago, so I was twenty six, maybe twenty seven, and then I got this offer to go down to D.C. and work. And I thought to myself, okay, you know, just a dream job, I can go for a year or two maybe. And then you know, we she had her career and. I was an old-fashioned person, I turned around, it's like six years later, I'm still in DC and, still, and I am said to myself, wait a minute, we love each other, we, we know we're going to get married. I'm not avoiding getting married, I'm not waiting, I'm just
1: right.
3: ignoring it, like I'm in a status quo and, and I, I look back now and I say all the time, like I, I'm glad I had my career, I, I love what I did, it brought me here. But in many ways, I wish we would have gotten married earlier because mm-hmm. it yeah. like you can't if you found focus your birth, on why two wait. tracks at the yeah. same time sometimes when so much it's intensity community. goes into what you're doing. Yeah. and We live in a much more intense oh. world. You
2: know, John, yes. that's such a great... That is such... This is so perfect timing because mm-hmm. apparently, I guess, in the late 90s, there was an evangelical, a pastor's son, I think, who became a pastor himself in his 20s, who wrote this book, Kissing, Dating... Um, goodbye. Hmm. Which his concept was that basically dating is a new 20th century invention. Yeah. That the universe that God in heaven has someone picked out for you, and you just have to wait for that right person to come because our dating culture, he said, was a um, set us up for divorce because you get together, you break up, you get together, break up. And he had a concept mm-hmm. that that I'm not happy with you break up was underlying increasing divorce rate. So that, that, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot more that goes into this, but that divorce rates went in tandem with, with dating, with the sure. in dating, dating. But now he came out this week, he's renounced Christianity, he renounced his pastorship, hmm. and now said that he thinks his book was a mistake. Wow. Because he said that dating is a part of growth. Think about this. That's interesting. You have that, con- so we have the concept of he's coming back and he's apostatizing from his book. He's, the book is no longer in print. because He said it's damaged people. So he's wow. saying that this dating is a positive thing. And then you have people saying, okay, well, you know, they got married at, you know, he was 18, she was 16. They get married in Italy to the benefit of a mashad. A, a, a mashad is the Neapolitan word for message. That's mm-hmm. where the word matchmaker mashad comes from. like that. Because it was the ambassador who sent the message. No, Because you went to, like, yes. your father and said, I want her. He told the matchmaker. You know, the matchmaker went to the house, knocked on the door. The kid down the road is interested in your daughter and that's how the process began but his concept the opposite concept of you have people who are 14 16 getting paired off and say well they learn to love each other the whole you know the debating schools here right so is the dating school where the the 20s are finding yourself and personal growth and well everything else that comes from the psycho the psychological school Mm -hmm. you have that on one side then you have on the other side why wait, just find somebody? Like my big factory wedding, we'll
3: make babies. I always think of relationships and you, like two trees, right? And you, a tree is growing its entire life. It never stops growing. It slows down, it, it, it hardens, but it never stops growing. So to me, the idea of growth through a relationship or in a certain point in your life, that's very nice and consumable, but you're always growing. You should always be growing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's humanity. So if you take two saplings and you intertwine them, as they grow, they grow harder and they grow together. That tree is intertwined much more securely. If you try to take two grown trees and wrap them around each other, it's not going to happen because you're not going to mm-hmm. bend and, and change the direction of a, of a fully grown tree. What I'm getting to is, uh, you, know, you, you meet somebody at, in high school and you fall in love and you get married, you still grow together, you still grow in your life, you just grow in that relationship and you're... Your coping mechanisms, your solutions to things, your opinions on things, they are formed with another person there as a partner. If you do that independently through dating and all these experiences, you're growing as an individual unit. It's much harder to blend two individual units who have codified their views on things, their Mm -hmm. their opinions, their experiences, gotten past the age of, uh, uh, you know, the ideal age of reproduction, and right. so your whole opinion on what the outcome's supposed to be has to change, because now you're in the boat where, okay, I, I thought this was all about mating and creating a family, but here we are, that might not even be a reality. I'm a believer, I'm not saying you should pair kids off in, in kindergarten, mm-hmm. I'm just saying I think there's some value to appreciating that you can grow in both situations. And sometimes growing, like my parents met really young. They learned how to be adults in many ways together. Right. So you, you automatically assume the other person or consider the other person in that growth. I don't think that's a horrible thing. I think sometimes when you come in at a certain age and you formed all these opinions and you formed all these habits, it's much harder to blend them together. And when you think of a world with this buffet of endless options out there, and you you are who you are. You're not willing to change. You're not willing to to um, accommodate or
2: amend. You just go to the next the next station yeah. on the buffet. Can I follow it up and, and, and direct a question to you, Rachel? Okay. Um, did you read the book Men Are from Mars, Women are from Venus? Yes. So the concept of the book is that mm-hmm. in a in a really ancient society, right? So you have Italy as a as a as a, as a Western European Christian culture, but if you went back to the tribal culture, which probably much closer um, reflects uh, the really ancient roots, right—the primordial roots of humanity, anthropological human, anthropological roots of engagement.
1: Okay.
2: The premise of the book is that um, men in in these ancient worlds they go out hunting, right? right? So they get up and they go out in the tribe, and they don't really talk that much, and they help each other catch animals and that the females, mothers, sisters, daughters, girlfriends, they all mm-hmm. hang out together, and they raise the kids together. So they're chit-chatting all day long, and then the men come in from the hunt, and they leave the meat, and the women feed the men, the men eat, and then the right. women eat, and the whole situation. So they're really not. So the, the if, from the premise I, I take from the book is that female articulatedness mm-hmm. and the amount of words that they use are much more than men.
1: That is true, Were spent...
2: Spent statistically on other females mm-hmm. right so they talk to their mother and yes. their grandmother and they raised the kids and and the the interaction with the male was not so much in a relationship sense of, 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 a, of a emotional fulfillment okay as much as it was in a conjugal sense mm-hmm. of reproduction of children so they went to the their dwelling at night and they produced the child, but their daily interaction was kind of separated. Mm-hmm. Do you anthropologically see that? Do you biologically see that in people? Have we constructed societies that are going against nature?
1: I think that there's... That's an interesting question. There's definitely like gender differences. I see what you're saying there. I mean, women do use more words men on a daily basis so a lot of times women get upset when uh, men will write back like two sentences to their long paragraphs and you
2: get that phone call
1: yes so Uh, you're tricked
2: like well
1: no that's real Right? it seems like a brush off or like the man is less emotionally attached but no men are just from Mars and women are from Venus right I'm not sure if I'm totally answering your question do you you have to
2: have that conversation do you have to say to her listen show he's fine
1: I mean sometimes sometimes not it depends how involved I am it is a little like exhausting but yeah i don't know are we doing something that's unnatural with the gender the way the gender is maybe
3: we've been digging into the real sort of meat of dating but i want to bring us back before we close to this idea of dating italian americans and and both the sociology of what that means and the experience because you know we talked about Mm j-date there's um The Christian mingles or Catholic match or uh, Latino this or whatever there is right
0: farmer dating farmer dating there is farmer dating
3: I don't that sounds I can't even begin to approach (laughs) but my point being there there are one or two out there that are themed towards Italian but they don't seem to have any kind of like algorithmic mechanism to be based on anything ethnic it's just like they have red white and green decor and it happens that Italian people find them. So it's a it's a statistics game I think. But, I
0: gotta I gotta make we gotta make plenty of pies on stuff. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. That
3: trademark well, that. Hurry up. Call stuff. That is like the greatest. <laughs> you buy the get domain. on that. Write that down. <laughs> Why yeah, the
0: domain stuff. Yeah, I have,
3: I'm in the domain club. Um, we need to fighting over meatballs. We need to. Yeah. We you, need like. You know, yeah. You need to pass the Italian arrived, test before you get on. She's right. She doesn't make
0: meatballs like the way my mother did. And
2: yeah, we need that. I we asked to her play. and she got defensive over her meatballs. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
3: Rachel could be our expert. You could oh help us, uh, you us You got
2: to come back because we didn't even
3: touch. You know but no, I want really? to I want oh, to I want so Sorry, John. Sorry. No, we just had I, a plenty plenty
0: of was too good for me. I now. think
3: we need to do it. I think we need to it. <laughs> we
1: just had a 90th birthday party for my grandmother and my mo- my dad's mother. My mom couldn't attend because she had a knee surgery. And so she wrote like this beautiful speech which I read with my sister and one of the things in there was when um, she first got married. She kept calling my grandmother to learn to make the perfect meatballs. Yes, you so. got to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, that's all, Yeah, that's it's the, meat, right, the, yeah, meatball, it's the meatball.
3: I think we can make. I think we can do this. And then, the, but it the begs the question: is is there an interest out there? I get the sense there is. You feel like you get a lot of clients. Do you have, who, one, do you have
2: a promo code?
1: Uh, I I I so want there to be. I thought about this. Like I thought about, oh, I should create an Italian dating site or do more matchmaking specifically for Italians. Um, but I haven't found enough
0: interest to warrant. Like, you might get
2: phone. If we business. get phone calls after this. We have a promo code. I mean, I yeah. would. I'm the promo if code. I'm the promo guys, code.
0: if you are interested in a specific Italian American matchmaking experience please contact me please let us know all of us yes I think we can do
3: this together we can collaborate how do we take look the truth is uh, you're dealing with high high end clients you're dealing with a a process and a cost so I can imagine that the the pool of what people want you know you you may not be getting the the request up the chain but I think if we could make it accessible at least available and out there I think people would love it I mean so you know that show Merit
1: at First Sight oh
0: yeah no I don't (laughs) I don't know. That. I don't watch it. Anymore. So there's a show called Married at First Sight where there's a team of experts and they they match people. They have all this background information on all of them. They match them and they make them get married at first sight. Like the, the first day you meet someone wow. is on your wedding is at That's the intense. altar and they have to stay married for six weeks. So it's like a social experiment. They have to live together and stay married for six weeks. But and you know the success rate of that show is terrible. Not can imagine. <laughs> but I have a feeling if it was like and if it was Italian American, I think it would have worked. out. at
3: first sight, we could do it. I think <laughs> we can <laughs> handle it. But
0: I think me- it would The
2: meatball, out. The issues would be stuff like meatballs. I, I, mean, I, don't I like hope meatballs. I hope that's what it is. But I think it's. I think it's he a worthy, I think it's a worthy exercise bah, bah,
3: bah. because so the, the, the points that I want to understand are. Is there a desire? We can't decide that here amongst the five. No, we'd have, we, to, do we, we have of to do a lot research. of market research. I right? think there's
1: a desire, but I don't know that there's enough desire. Yeah, Mark, think, that's a I, great I question. I think I think it's out there.
3: But here's my next question that goes beyond that: Is there a stigma around asking the question? Because you know, a, a lot of the work I've done in our community mm-hmm. gets boiled down to really sociology. So Italian Americans, if you look at them categorically, statistically, when we got taken off the census. Nowadays, many who use categorical groups around ethnicity put us into the category of white ethnics, right? And so I think the question that I have in my mind is like, for other groups that are self-identified, be it like Jews who have both religious and and ethnic uh, connection to their community, or uh, Hispanics, linguistic and cultural, or African-Americans, or whatever it is, or Catholic match, Christian match, whatever. Is it okay for them because society says it's okay for them to be different, uh, to say, I want to swim in my own pool? Is it not okay? For, is, it, is, it, is there a stigma to an Italian-American that says, I want to find another Italian-American? Does it seem not enlightened? Why, see do why do we? Care? I don't care. I, say, I, I want I to... don't
2: care, but why do we even It does this seem
1: unenlightened. I do think there's a stigma. Even when I published this book and I told people that I was doing it with an Italian American theme, they told me not to. It's crazy. That I would be eliminating people. And, but I was like, no, it actually because worked they out in my benefit because I attracted the right people. You attract no. your they, tribe, they, right? They, they I think there's nothing right. wrong with wanting to date someone of your own, no matter what you are. I, I don't. It's not the most enlightened thing if but, you're going to overlook other qualities. But it's but a preference. Hold, but hold on. Like, but, Is it but, better no why why are we working is on out? the
2: premise? But hold on. This is my question. Why are we. Who gave us the Kool that we're working on the premise that it's unenlightened? Like, I agree. What you. was the committee that handed us this have me? No idea. That we're all
3: here trying like to satisfy them? That
0: we wouldn't care about offending, frankly. Yeah, I mean, but I, know,
3: right? I mean, I think that there are people out there. I, I'm sure there are people out there in our audience who are like. Oh, that seems out of date and old-fashioned. That's a valid I guess it's approach. on my
1: end if you're really... Okay, this is what... To the cool date. Okay, so if you're really looking for love and really looking for the right connection it is possible that you might fall in love with someone that you never thought you Absolutely. would. Correct. Right? Correct. And it could be totally like a different race, religion, background, Correct. ethnicity. So the more enlightened right. thing would be like trying to connect with somebody who, you know, your core is a yeah, national despite
2: but, what's but, on the but outside. But this is my question. How is but,
1: that? Uh, but I think like the Italian values, it's not just the outside.
0: It's like deep stuff sure, like working, within you. You're
2: working on yes. outs,
1: so, right? so I this- see both sides. But, but, hold on,
2: but let me just my, say this. Listen,
0: okay, so I, I, I'm like the most Italian-American
2: You married by Yeah. Married, didn't. you didn't even marry two towns I, over
0: I, you I, I'm I too. did but and you know I'm not a, am not you know living in a cave somewhere. yeah um, but my own brother, you know my own brother could not be farther from my point of view. Uh, never cared about dating Italians, never cared about a, a, being a part of the Italian American culture. Uh, ran away to another country found a woman nothing like my mother <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. my sister-in-law is lovely and wonderful and poised and tall and green-eyed everything that I am you know, exactly like me <laughs> <laughs> right um, but you know she, she's also very quiet and very uh, thoughtful and <laughs> thinks before she says things and and stuff so you know he obviously did not want Someone like that, you have to want it yeah. first. I,
3: I think that's my question. Like my brothers, both married—not well. My sister-in-law, my sister-in-law Danielle is a quarter Italian, um, but my brother—but but she—that was not what drew my brother to her, or my brother Travis's wife, who's Persian. Um So, I, look, I mean, look at the great that's history. Pat, you're a byproduct of the Irish-Italian. Let me just say this. Let me finish my point. You're a great byproduct of the Irish Italian uh, community that's out there. It's a huge.
0: That's you. That's,
2: that's a but, top, hold on. But, uh, let, me but wanted, yeah,
0: let me finish my I point. Mean, you gotta make my point. I mean, Northern New wait, wait the
3: I, I want to finish my point Talk first. <laughs> there's there's all of these success stories out there. I'm sure it's about a game of individuals, like we said. It's, it's a it's a it's a matter of uh, of of connectors. But my question is not whether you will, we can't guarantee what will be more successful, but what we can ask is, is it okay to make that the lead question the lead quality, because like Rosella said I think it is. is it someone but you're attracted me, to let me, let me
2: question, uh, I'm sorry because I'm trying to get my, my mind around this this is my point, if, if we're working on the premise, and we're talking about this whole uh, quote unquote whatever enlightened is if I'm correct, you as a professional, we're saying unenlightened but what you're, what you're saying here is listen People have a commonality, and commonalities work well together. There's personality aspects that are opposites that kind of work together, but you also say yes. commonalities, common values or perspectives work well. So in a scientific sense, what we're saying here is, listen, commonalities bind together. And you may not find someone with the commonalities, but mm-hmm. the commonalities help. Like, for instance, if you want to take the Italian-Polish or Italian-Irish, they are products... Of I call the CYO system right so you have ethnic blue towns in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and Massachusetts where you had in six blocks you had eight different parishes the Italian parish the Slovak parish and the the American born generation intermarried because the CYO system because St. Mary's had a uh, a lady in Mount Carmel has a CYO dance and the boys from St. Patrick's go there right it was the CYO mm-hmm. Catholic system that brought people together so it wasn't really disparities it was another layer of commonalities right mm-hmm. so they had been Americanized and there was these common, even though my father was born and raised in Ireland my parents went on a CYO bus ride
1: oh down the that's shore. sweet but, I love these but stories. that's
2: that's yeah ask my mother that's another story <laughs> uh, my mother would say it was just but um, so I'm trying to say that if, if you're you're in the commonality selling business in that sense. That's why right? Greeks
0: and Italians tend to mm-hmm. make very good things. But Greeks
2: are but Greeks are just like Armenians some and some Greeks Jews.
0: want to stick to their own. Though, right?
2: Yes, Greeks are, are. But we're yeah.
0: second best. A lot
2: yes. of them, do. Yeah. but when we're they like are the when yeah. and and they do have marriage it
0: with Italians, yeah. it, it's it, it it works really nicely. I mean yeah. uh, just because the
2: South of Italy is more Greek than anything else. The I bottom, think the it bottom is hundred
0: percent okay to say I want
1: to marry an Italian. Like that's no the one question. should really give up whatever. Sure, you want to marry.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. and like somebody who wants to be like, you know, I have a friend that I grew up with, and he was told into roller coasters, and he met a girl, and he's Italian American, she's Italian American, but that wasn't what drew them. They both love roller coasters. They were on a roller coaster appreciation club, and that's their commonality. And they're both in their mid forties, and they're still into this. So well, some people like to collect stamps. Some people like to, you have, do, to have something to
1: hold. Right, right, right. I will There's, say
3: this from my personal experience, like when i met nicole um met her at a a party that we had and uh i was completely thunderstruck by her and and i don't think she liked me very much because i was drinking and (laughs) probably really rude and smarmy but
1: to my point about how chemistry can grow yeah it definitely grew
3: (laughs) but it was later that we established that we're both italian american and i thought okay jackpot this is like the the icing on a cake now was i looking for a wife or was i just looking at a pretty interesting girl i can't go back in time and and decide but i I will say like i have dated non-italians and in the back of my mind i always felt as we got deeper and deeper into relationship a long-term committed future was going to be hard for me because yeah you can make it work but for me personally it did and like I, i i dated a girl um from texas her family was like deep in central Texas, you know, no traffic light town. Mm. I swear there was tumbleweed and stuff. (laughs) And I was down there, uh, and I went to her family's house, and I cooked. And so I made whatever, you know, I would make normally. And I remember one cousin came up to me, and I had made a salad with, like, uh, arugula, feta, pears. And I cut these beautiful pears up and put them in the salad. And he looked down, and he said... Who put raw taters in the salad? And <laughs> I thought that was like, to me, I was like, okay, this is did not my really, try. He really did. did yeah. you know, These are yeah. not, not my who put raw taters? And then I had another cousin one time. I used mozzarella. I funny? used like fresh mozzarella. And he said, I don't understand. What's all this wet <laughs> And salad? So I'm like, okay. Oh, my And then the, the biggest and the best was they asked me, once they got to know me, where I thought there was good Italian food in Dallas. And I said, to be honest with you, I'm not finding anything. And they said, "Well, can't you get Mexican?" And I'm like, "Well, that's two completely different cuisines." But to them, yeah. that was like, "Can't you get Mexican?" Yeah, Wait, that was like, what? "Yeah."
0: But then on the other well, hand, like, you, there are these outliers, though. That you know, if the, it, that that joke that's like, "Oh, if you're if you're not Italian, you probably wish you were," mm-hmm. or something. I mean, when when I got married, my uh, one of my new cousins brought her date, this uh, lovely Irish young man <laughs> named Owen. Who, <laughs> Uh, was oh, was that an Irish name? Okay. <laughs> well, Owen was, was super name. super pale and strawberry blonde hair. He looked like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I mean, and he was Tarantella in Oh, yeah. Then he had the the napkin. Yeah, and, yeah but all, <laughs> he hold on, let's, let's, back, let's back and up. He was there to to be Italian. Was
2: he there to be a tang or was he there to make her happy?
0: No, no, no. He, he loved every moment. Yeah, we, yeah he loved a lot of every, every like single but, but, moment, and like was trying to like pronounce things. But hold on a, a minute. Take all the end, end was of the night. The, he was doing hand gestures. <laughs> he had the moves. Yeah, but hold on a minute. Hold on. Back
2: up a second. How
0: are you fighting me? I'm not this is like an experience. it's a macro again, what I'm trying macro. to say. Macro <laughs> The fact is that that's a new t-shirt.
2: That <laughs> if you take Owen, okay, he's probably from the New York metro area. This isn't foreign to him because he was in grammar school with Luigi We to make assumptions about Owen. <laughs> yes, <that's true. laughs> but, if still, but if he's from Boston we're still good because he's yeah. in school with different people. I mean, what I'm trying to say is it's much easier to be sympathetic to stuff when you're in New Jersey. Or when you've been in New up to around, Jersey. I grew up around Polish kids. I can sing stolat, I love Polish food. If I'm going to go out for love Polish food because I grew up with them. So I feel a kindred with them so I can bond with them. If I had grown up in Central Texas, I would not have that capacity. My friend... I mean, I might have the capacity. I might not have the tools because a friend of mine... Met a girl who was Sicilian American in Texas in a bar, and they began to have a long-distance relationship. And she introduced him to her father, and they sat down for dinner. And he asked him if he was part of the mafia. Twice, (laughs) two times when he went to meet her, the guy at the bar. My
0: dad's name was (laughs) Vito. Yeah, it's not easy.
2: (laughs) Sure, but I mean like they just assumed he was in the it was, like, yeah. it was just like it was just he was well, in the mafia. Yeah. And my friend yeah. thought that it was funny see. because like oh he played it off and he thought it was adding to his what's the word I'm looking for? The the appeal. The appeal kinda yeah. like the, the bad and I was like, they insulted you. Yeah. If she was on board with that conversation, you should have gone home. If she was there like like that, like if she was I don't know if she was testing him, but I think that the fact that he sat the kid down like it was a like, you know, because of his DNA, yeah. that this kid is suspect. Mm-hmm. I think the I think he should have gone on a plane and gone home. But I again, it goes to a remote part of Texas that probably never saw an Italian before. <laughs> so I think we're giving, Owen already is ahead. Mafia. Yeah, but Owen's already ahead because you're like, all right, number one, I don't, oh, but let me just say <laughs> this. Because
0: he's <laughs> seen Italian people No, so because, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm an
2: Irish, I can say this. I don't like the big fat freak wedding world view, right? What's the premise of the Big Fat Greek Wedding? I'm gonna make I think you it's Greek. Like,
1: Greek is better. Everyone's Greek is like,
2: better. Greek. Greek is the best, you know. And you're not Greek, and you're already deficient. And we're gonna <laughs> make you Greek enough. Like what? What is the pivotal moment in that show? When they strip the guy down to his his bathing suit and they rebaptize, <laughs> right? You have to be mm-hmm. baptized Greek Orthodox, right? You have to be. And the thing is that now, what's the idea of baptism? The old man dies when he goes in the water. A new man came up. So the wasp died in the waters of baptism. And a Hellenic Greek came out, right? <laughs> and feta cheese has come out of his horse. And I don't think that's who. I, I, I don't. We don't need to convert people. We're not in the conversion business, yeah. right? No, we're not. And we're not. We're not converters. And we're not like. Um, if We're gonna get married. You have to. You have to become Greek. It's like the only way my family will accept you is if basically you convert to Hellenism, right? We don't need to be that. We don't need to be. We have enough to offer the world that we don't have to be, like, we're missionaries about that.
0: So let me put it this way. So I'm from, I'm Italian-American, but I'm from, a, I'm Molese american and I am from a, a super weird exclusive tribe. And, you know, there are, it, it, it's in our view as Molesi in America, we view it as, you know, if you don't, if you marry even just, like, another Italian... It's different. Yeah. It's outside. And I've seen since we have such a strong crazy culture with weird rituals and whatever, it's like even when you marry someone who is not Lodon or Sicilian, how are they ever gonna understand us?
3: I mean look the old days it was like Certainly. you married somebody from a different part of Italy, it was scandalous, but like my wife is an Italian citizen, she's one hundred percent Italian, her father came here, uh, her father's from Abruzzo, her mother's family's Tuscan and Parmigian. Uh, it was like six, seven months into dating I'm like I gotta get these people to spit in a tube are they really they're not you know my family's like (laughs) much more southern much more Italian American my wife always tells me she's like no no you're Italian American and that, that it's true in a lot of ways it's a different culture There's so different th- 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 like I I go to every Italian event in the country my wife can't do those like I yeah, can't
2: everybody plays that the it. Irish play the same thing like you're Irish you're Irish you're American yeah. or your parents are both Ireland. you're more Irish and it, what and I'm it saying, becomes like a what I'm saying and then is it becomes like this game like are you but it's a technicolor who's code who's more Italian yeah, yeah. More, yeah. no I'm, I'm like, not saying
3: like, that I'm saying it's a technicolor code of, of like your Italianness. Is not one size fits all. No, it's personal. It's your ethnicity. It's your experience. It's your history. It's people, your family. But I've
0: seen like exactly. people, when you marry into a Malay family, you know, even if you're if you're Sicilian, if you're whatever, yeah, more often than not. They end up. I don't want to say they stop being, but it's like the Malays take they over. They still speak Malay. <laughs> if you
2: marry Malays, you begin to speak Malay. I've <laughs> met, they got a met, a met what they?
0: more than a, a handful of women who have, you know, learned to communicate with their mother-in-law, That's with, their mothers-in-law, yeah, and learned a different language, and That's cool. you know, because it's not just, it's not just like a culture, like oh yeah, you know, uh, fish on uh, Christmas Eve or anything. We just had a lot of, like, weird, crazy stuff that you have to learn. A lot of events to attend and a lot yeah. of things. Well, why are we doing this? And it just always fascinated me how many people... How many um, people that my mother would later tell me, like, Oh, uh, that guy's wife is not from Maldivar. Body. I was like, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it was like, I mean, there's always going to be that give and take. Yeah, but right? that's a I huge mean,
2: part of this conversation. Because, I don't know, I think that that we're so i think we don't give ourselves credit we're much more progressive than we let ourselves on to be because we're not here to keep a culture as an ant frozen in amber mm-hmm. right so the idea is not like okay we have to hold on to this because that's a that's a position of weakness right. if i if i have to preserve this because if i don't preserve i'm going to lose it right we we're stronger than that that's why I think we, we if we had my big fat Italian wedding, we'd have a better movie than their movie. Because <laughs> oh, the Greek yeah. wedding, oh, the Greek different. wedding is a wedding of fear. We don't we don't have to force you, act, you know, you're not Greek. Yeah. And I don't know, that that very few things set my, my blood pressure to the real right <laughs> there. I know
0: over. I have a friend's uh, nonna that was so, I mean, if she was with us for this conference, she would be like spearheading the you know, keep it all in yeah. the in our region right. yeah. movement. I mean I and, and
2: her, that's how kids went up with our like son six was
0: Molly who is Molly and he was marrying Sicilian when she hid the rings. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> she was she was like this yes. will not happen. I love that and you know, I can't state this enough for for those of you who aren't familiar with the Deep South, you know, every town has a language, every a regional language. North Jersey every, and South thing. Jersey, New Jersey as well. so it goes so much deeper than just a meatball recipe. It, it's a it's a whole yeah. set of the values. The meatball
2: recipe is an emblem. And so <laughs> the second <laughs> son gets
0: married, she hides the rings. The third son just get married.
2: Yep, that's probably. And I she married. got
0: because she got tired. She got tired of fighting.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, she tried. I, she I, got the good fight. But I also think this is a, a, another issue that I. I hope that we have the chance in this show over time to, to tease out. Italy is changing. Europe is changing. Yeah. The Generation Z kid who was born in Europe and was 20 years old now, 1999, has only known a United Europe, has only known a Euro, and the Italian kid and, and even though there's political forces that that, that seem to represent otherwise uh, as a barometer um, i I think that it's just the world the world is becoming more and more the same, yeah, and you can't true. stop it because it, we, we, we we all have the same media Look, it's now. the same thing like it's the same
3: point as you know Rosella's talking about a small town where many people immigrated in later dates to a certain part of uh, the country and keep that culture alive but there's all generations of ten Americans who they may not even know where their family came from, so they have a different, it's concentric
2: rings of how you identify with this stuff. I, I just think that so much of this is, is it that we're trying to preserve See, something, or is this? A yeah, but go back to why we yeah. got Rachel here. My thing is like, okay, so we're trying to make sense of why, is, why does what she do make sense? Because if you're looking at it from preservation, we're in the same boat as other groups that so we mentioned, the Greeks, uh, maybe the Jews, the Armenians. But also, there's another argument that's saying, and the next generation is going to be different, it's going to be more global. But for these two people at this moment, the commonalities they grew up with makes their, their relationship mm-hmm. more uh, compatible and more practical. And that's a scientific fact.
3: But um, This is two episodes. I, <laughs> yeah,
2: I think, wow. it's, I think
3: it's really... You can't do
2: two episodes on this? You look very anti-two no, episodes. Why are you so anti-two episodes?
3: I mean, this is, this is a conversation that really could, could go on forever. This because... is the most
2: important conversation we have here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to tell you why. Because our entire concept, I got dragged into this because I felt that, A, it could be preserving the past. right? So people like God have mercy on us that we never got to take George Rondaxa. And that we could talk about the future. And these are, these are real, but these are big concepts. These are international concepts. You know. And I think that this is a very important conversation to have because we, no one's trying to figure out us. And we are the last generation that grew up in our, our pre-adolescence as ethnics, right? So we grew up as Italian-Irish or, you know, Polish-Italian or all-Italian. And then we became white. Then some some voting cycle, we you no know, longer were ethnics <laughs> yeah, and we became true. white. So we're the ones who bridged that. And I think these are really – that's why I'm on two episodes. I think these are really, really important conversations. Well, let me
3: say then, this has been – First and foremost, an important conversation, and one that we could keep having. Extremely most important yeah. conversation. And I want to thank Rachel for being here. Rachel. Thank you. I know you're busy, and I get a lot of great clients out there, but if there's those people out Club there the that need you, they need to find another Italian-American, and you are the expert. The how are they, how do they find you? We have
2: on
1: shop. They can visit my website, rachelrusso.com. You'll probably send a link or something, We will right? definitely put a link up. They can connect with me on social media. I have a lot of blogs. They can... Check Out some of the information if they want to consider becoming a matchmaking or a coaching client, I can do like a complimentary consultation right. over the phone with them. That's awesome, that's, if a, if that's, that's for the try. The if Hold they're on, really I want serious the about it,
2: what's that called? The promo code word? I'm not uh, sure. No, they but I know just, what the word is. But they could
1: just email me. No, they but I want the American word. No, 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 no. no. I want the I, word. It is
2: promo code. Promo, okay. code, promo, code. Amashad. Yeah, promo code Amashad. Promo code Amashad. Perfect. Promo code is Amashad. Oh, yeah. okay. I've waited all these years to have a <laughs> to be involved with the promo. Uh, there <laughs> was nice. no promo codes. Promo code in Neapolitan. Promo code in Neapolitan Amashad. If so, you contact Rachel... But yes. Amashada in your subject line And I should, she's going to give you a free consultation
1: I should <laughs> say I do have a database so I don't charge both parties yeah. so only one client pays so right. if, if somebody out there that's listening is a match for one of my male or female clients I could set them up no cost to them that's even better so they can email me
0: about that and if you spell Amashada correctly the whole
3: yeah. thing is free <laughs> that's, that's right map, yeah. actually <laughs> how do you person. say Amashada more?
1: well uh, I
0: don't know how to spell is. that because I don't think I know I don't know so. There is a standard yeah. spelling. Yeah. send to Pat and let him approve the spelling.
3: Let me say from my conclusion, uh, I get the I get the right as the moderator to say this. Every time I go around the country, I've done this when I was with NIAF and all these tiny American events, particularly if I was speaking to young people, college groups or uh, kids scholarship winners, I always put this out there for better or worse. If you work hard at it and if you care and if you put your ego at the door... You can have a successful relationship with anybody, and I'm sure a wonderful relationship. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with keeping your eye open for another Italian-American. So that is the (laughs) message from me for the show. Rachel, thank you again.
1: I love that. Thank you. And I hope
3: we see you again. Yes,
1: that would be great. All right, everybody.
3: Everybody out there in the podcast universe, thanks for listening, and we'll be with you next week. Kiss her every night, give her lots of loving, treat her right Because a good gal nowadays is hard to
2: find Not a woman, not a a me con Ma a me, e It's hard to find